welcome to the Rockabye Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Gutierrez, owner and lead sleep consultant of Rockabye Mama, and I am so, so, so happy that you have found me here. My goal with this podcast is very simple. I want to help as many tired families with children who won't sleep as I possibly can. Why? Why is that so important to me? Well, in July of 2020, right at the peak of the pandemic, I delivered my first baby girl. I became a mom in 2020, and that was very hard. I felt like I had no support system. Now, I I did. I had support. I have an amazing mom. I have an amazing sisters. I have an amazing husband. But everything that I imagined motherhood to be didn't happen. I was only allowed to have my husband in the delivery room. I always imagined that my mom would be there too. And I always thought that my mom would spend the first week or two at my house after we came home from the hospital cooking, cleaning, holding the baby while I took a shower. I never imagined that I would be doing that alone or just me and my husband. I never thought that. Now I know some of you may be like, wait a second, Katie, you have sisters, you have a mom, but you didn't have support. What do you mean? Well, if you did not become a parent in 2020, Uh, or even 2021, then you might not understand the decisions that me and my husband had to make during this time. And I also know that not everyone made the same decisions. But for us, we had to prioritize the safety of our baby. We had to make that tough decision of not inviting everyone over, not having people come and stay with us because everyone in my family still worked. They still worked around people and we were always worried. What if something happened? What if they brought something in? So we did not have that full support system that I had hoped for. And because of that, I had to figure out a lot on my own. A lot. My daughter was not a great sleeper. Now, I really don't know of a newborn who is a great sleeper, But my daughter was not one. Anytime she fell asleep, the second we put her down, she would wake up. She was a chronic short napper. It seemed like after 38 minutes every single day, she was awake. And even as she grew older, she could not fall asleep independently. We were always rocking her, holding her putting her in her swing, never could we just lay her down in her crib and walk out of the room. That just was not a thing. And this started to take a toll on my mental health and my marriage. It got to the point that in order for my daughter to fall asleep, we would have to lay her down in our bed and lay down with her. And sometimes she fell asleep in 10 minutes and sometimes she fell asleep in an hour. And the nights that she fell asleep in 10 minutes, it was great. We would transfer her to her crib and be fine. But the nights where it took an hour, nine out of 10 times, I was falling asleep right there with her. I was falling asleep waiting for her to fall asleep. And then I would wake up and it would be nine o'clock 
and I would have to walk out of the bedroom and realize that I still had to wash dishes and I still had to take a shower and I still had to pump and I still had to get ready for work the next day. And it started impacting me to my core. And just thinking about this time in my life brings so much emotion because it was so, so hard figuring everything out alone. And there was one day where I was so desperate. I posted on social media, guys, I can't do it. How, how am I supposed to return to work and not sleep? I don't know how everyone else is just so easily able to leave with three hours of sleep and go to work. Please like help me. And really, I don't know what I was looking for, but I was, I don't know. I was hoping for somebody to be like, you know what, Katie, don't go back to work. You shouldn't go back to work. Stay at home with your daughter and then you can sleep during the day. I think I was just looking for a way out almost, but what I got wasn't what I wanted. My friends were just very, oh, it's okay. You'll get through it. Or here's what I've done. Or look up this person and you'll get some great tips online. Or sorry to break it to you, Katie, but being a parent just means you're going to be tired and you're just going to have to deal with it. And I felt so discouraged through that. And so I returned to work. And when I did, it sucked. I suffered so, so much. Because not only was I trying to navigate teaching during a pandemic, but I was coming back in October. So after the school year had started, after somebody else had already set up the year for me. And then I was also trying to figure out how to pump at work. And it was so, so hard because I wasn't able to advocate for myself very well. So when they would pull me during certain off periods and I couldn't go pump, it was torture. It was so, so hard. And on top of all of that, I struggled to return to work. I 100% did not, I 1000% did not want to go back to work after having my baby, but I did not have the choice not to go back to work. I had to, I had to go back to work for financial reasons. And being in that situation sucks so bad. And if you are a mom in that situation, I feel for you so, so much. But my point of all of this is to say that I was struggling at work and then I would come home and have difficult evenings. I loved my daughter. I enjoyed the time. But then once bedtime came, I almost dreaded it. I dreaded bedtime because I knew that we were going to take her into the room to put her to sleep and we'd lay her down and it would take an hour or sometimes she would start crying when we would just be doing our normal routine. She'd just start crying and we'd have to pick her up and we would rock her. We'd kind of bounce around with her. And me and my husband had a thing where after 10 minutes, we would switch out because it was so emotionally draining and physically draining to be standing there rocking a crying baby for 10 minutes. 
And so you would switch out. And so this would happen every now and then. It would go on for 30 minutes or longer. And so I knew that something had to change. I just didn't know what. I just didn't know how to do it because I only knew of crying it out. And I knew 100% I was not going to do that. In fact, there was one day early on after we came home from the hospital when my husband said, like Olivia, my daughter, she'd been crying and he said, just let her cry it out. And I snapped something inside of me. It triggered me so hard because in that moment I was so protective of my daughter and it was my job I felt to figure out why she was crying and to comfort her. And so the thought of letting my daughter cry, mm -mm, that was not okay with me. I felt guilty as it was being away at work all day. I did not want to leave her alone in a room crying more than she had to. But at the same time, I couldn't continue on. I couldn't do it. I couldn't spend one more night laying in bed falling asleep, waking up, moving my daughter to her crib, and then walking out to still have two hours of doing stuff before going to bed for the evening. So I started researching and I found sleep consultants on social media who gave amazing advice. And in fact, the post, the Facebook post that I told you about a little earlier, there was one person who reached out to me in Messenger and she said, Katie, I know that these people are saying that you're just going to have to get used to it and that being a mother means you're going to be tired, but it actually doesn't have to be that way. And I doubt that this person is ever going to listen to this podcast. But Chelsea, if you ever listen to this, you are literally the reason I'm here today. Because Chelsea told me about different techniques and she told me about different accounts to follow on on Instagram. And that is what launched me learning about different sleep training methods. And that is what led me to further do more research and to find a sleep consultant training program. And when I found that program, it spoke to me so much because I knew that I didn't want to just take a course online to solve my child's sleep problems. And that was it. I knew that if I was able to do this for my daughter, that it was something that I was going to want to do for other families also. And so I, I did. I talked to my husband about it for a while and I finally decided to go for it. And I did it. I, I took 150 hours of online learning all about nutrition and how it impacts sleep and the science of sleep and the different sleep training methods. And I did so many case studies with sample babies. And then I had volunteer hours where I worked with actual families to practice everything that I had learned. And that was seriously what confirmed for me that that was what I was meant to do. Because these families, they were all a variety of ages and they all had different family dynamics, different sleep challenges. And every time when the two weeks that I was supporting that family, when those two weeks came to an end, 
and the child was sleeping better and the mom was just so relieved and her life was literally changed, that was my motivation to keep going. And so I did. And then I got a seal of completion and I started Rockabye Mama. I share sleep tips and advice on my blog at rockabymama.com and on Instagram at rockabymama. I've helped hundreds of families transform their child's sleep and I cannot wait to help you change your sleepless story, the story that you're living in right now, to a story of rest. And it's possible. I know if you're listening to this, you may feel like it's never going to happen. I remember early on, I told my husband, I'm never going to sleep again. Like sleep is just not something that's ever going to happen. And I'm so glad that I was wrong. And so if you're sitting there thinking that your child is never going to sleep again, I hope that I can prove you wrong. With this podcast, I hope that I can do two things. Number one, I want to share tips that will transform your child's sleep. Every week when I come on, I hope that I am able to provide value for you. And number two, I hope that I help you realize that you're not alone. We're living in a world right now that is so different from the ones that our parents raised us in and different than the one that their parents raised them in. So many of us do not have that village. You know, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, a lot of us don't have that village right now. And I hope that through this podcast and through my blog and through social media, I hope that I can be part of your village. I hope that I can provide value to you. And I hope that I can change your life because I know that sleep is that powerful. And when your child is getting the sleep they need, and when you're getting the sleep that you need, everything changes. So thank you so much for being here today. And I cannot wait to have you back next week where we will get into all things baby and toddler sleep related. Go ahead and find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever your jam is, so that you can get the best information from me to help your child sleep. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Sweet dreams. Thank you.